up, everybody, and welcome to Mostly Film, your one-stop, chaotic shop for all things in the world of cinema. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan McCorder, joined by my beautiful co-host, J.P. Payton. Is it cinema or semina? Did I say semina? It sounded like semina. Well, if I said semina, I love seminin. Yeah. Actually, cinnamon. It wasn't going to work. Cinema, but semina <laughs> works too. You know what? Yeah. Come on. Did you mean to say you're on the way? I did. I told Abby, I was like, oh, I think you misspelled this. But it's funny because Sherman, she goes, no, I think you meant to say that. And yeah. I was like, just because you accidentally sent him a TikTok this morning doesn't mean that y'all are besties now. Okay, calm down. She sent know, me a screenshot I, of that. Like, oh my gosh, because I'm so glad it wasn't anything crazy. No, she. So I was I was getting ready this morning, and so I didn't I didn't see the message, and I would have mentioned it uh, whenever I got here. But you know, she was doing her thing. Um, but I I just know the the moment of time whenever she sent it and I didn't respond yeah the the internal like freak out that she probably had yeah, it's like, oh I can my relate gosh, oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah no it was perfect though because I honestly well I know not... I didn't even get to watch the TikTok because oh, yeah. she sent it to you so I don't think she yeah I never saw it it was the most Jonathan thing I've ever seen it was Disney yeah right yeah. Okay. yeah it was basically this dude it's the dude that um he does a lot of TikToks of like he rates beers and he'll like drink one beer, two mm. beers, like and he like it's like a live track, and he's obviously getting drunker and drunker, and yeah. he goes through Epcot, yeah, um, and like hits all the places, and yeah, that'd be a great time. It, it was basically time. your story, yeah. As <laughs> your stories, you want to hear some hot news? Let's hear it. We booked another Disney trip today for May. Well, I didn't see a puppy, so I figured it was one of the two. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's true. I forget. Yeah, yeah, I know. We booked another. We booked another Disney trip. One more in uh, with Violet. We're gonna try to go again this fall. Me and Abby for our ten year anniversary. But yep. Gonna go in May to celebrate me and Abby's birthday, and to do one more trip with Violet before she turns three in yeah. August. So awesome! So, how you been, man? What you been up to? I've been good. Uh, not watching movies. Yeah. Not watching television. Oh wow! Just uh, I did watch it. our four required yeah. films, which we to spoiler for Thursday's episode. We did watch uh two Jason Statham films and two Gerard Butler films. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, we're doing excited. like B movie Kings to lead up to the Oscars. Yeah. Which almost is almost could end up being a Guy Ritchie in review, <laughs> but we're not, I didn't put any Guy Ritchie's for next week. I yeah. started to, I put one, I was like, Oh wait, let's not do two weeks in a I row. I mean, so. Jason Statham is yeah, his muse. Yeah. And I'm trying to do like, I'm not going to put snatch on there because <sighs> that's, that's Brad Pitt's movie. Yeah. That's not Jason Statham's yeah. movie. No, it, you're, uh, you're right. I'm trying to keep it where they're the lead or at least have like 75% of the screen yes. time. Because like we watched Cop Shop this week and it's arguable that is Gerard Butler the lead? Yes. Yeah. With Frank Grillo. It, it, to yeah. me, it's it's close, but it's good. And I will talk about your rating because <laughs> I'm really surprised. I'm really talking about it, but I'm really yeah. surprised. Yeah, wait till uh, Thursday. But no, I've been playing Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many acts are in. I have not looked at anything for this game, so I do not want to be spoiled at, at all. I haven't yeah. muted on Twitter. I haven't muted on Reddit. I haven't muted everywhere. Yeah. Um. The only time I will occasionally Google a choice. Yes. Because I I will like you know what you're I feel to like the I'm, point in the game where well, everything like, matters. I'll make a choice. But like, you know what? Pause. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll be like, you know what? No, I'm gonna reload. I do yeah. not want that to be my choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. But I do try to keep it pure RPGs. Yeah. But there now that I'm so far and invested into this game, like there's one. How, how much have you played? You've you taken a break a little bit. Um, I am in the middle of the mausoleum. So you haven't met the emperor yet. No. Okay. There's this big key pump moment with this character called the emperor. I don't. Want, I'm not going to spoil yeah. anything for you. And you have a choice to make. And I couldn't make it on my own. I had to look it up. That's understandable. And I kind of sad I did. Not because of spoilers, just because I've the effect, like the effect, like I kind of wish I could have just let it play out. Yeah. Um, uh, but 
come to find out you have you can make the same choice later in the game too oh. so if i change my mind i did Go see back. a little spoiler but it's not like it's still still the same yeah thing i still can make the choice later i'm glad to know that uh but yeah no i've been playing Baldur's gate 3 i'm in act 3 now um I'm in Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Um, it's really good. One of my top three video games of all time. The Witcher 3, Baldur's Gate 3, oh, and either Borderlands 2 or Skyrim. I mean, those, yeah. those are right there. Uh, Fallout 3 is also... I should have just done Fallout 3, Baldur's Gate 3, yeah. Witcher 3. Had all the threes there. But uh, no, yeah, that's what I've mainly been doing. I've been working, uh, trying to find another job. Yeah. Freaking miserable where I am. And like I had... We had Dawson and Ellie's wedding reception for home yeah here uh sunday and everybody's so i had to go to their church and all that's why we wedding reception that makes more sense than them like feel a like wedding you, shower well no you said like there was like a welcome home like i like well, it, yeah. it, it sounded like you were gonna be there waiting at their house as they like come oh, in no, from no. It, was at, it was at the church it was at first baptist where they go yeah, to church no, that's, why, that's why we weren't at church sunday yeah um because we had that shower or reception and then abby's uncle got ordained as a deacon yeah. that night so we spent all day at first baptist uh more mid early 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 afternoon and evening anyway um all day i was like well you're crushing it these people i haven't seen in forever because i don't go to first baptist but i know these people yeah. from my whole life basically now oh you're crushing it over at the sales car sales so <laughs> proud of you you must love it and i'm at the point now i'm actually instead of being like oh yeah thanks i'm like you know what? Actually, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you why. <laughs> and uh, it's so if anybody's listening to this, spitting forward and just suck it. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> it's like you don't like the people. No, most of them. Yeah. Are all right. Uh, <laughs> listen, here's the thing. And I'm just, I like sales. Yeah. I like sales. I feel like I thrive in a sales environment. I don't like car sales necessarily. I don't like the culture in car sales for sure. Sure. Yeah. 10 years ago, Jonathan. Oh, you ate I've been that a millionaire up. right yeah. now, but 2023, 2024, Jonathan, <laughs> I've hit a moral spot in my life. I just don't belong there. Yeah. And I've tried to, I just sit and I was, I read my book. I read American Puritans. I've read the GK Chesterton classics. Yes. Yeah, now your, I'm reading yep. Jesus, the great philosopher. Nice. Uh, I mean, everybody else is sitting over there talking about boobies and all this other stuff and like saying how much they hate each other and cutting people off at the <laughs> knees. And I'm just like, you know what? Y'all do you. Yeah. Like, today I got tired. I got so tired of it all. I couldn't even read. They were in there laughing and cutting up and just, and it, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but I just, I went and turned on Olympus Has Fallen on the TV in there and just watched. I watched a movie. Draw, I, I, I watched a draw Butler. Not, not on purpose. Were you prepping it, for next week? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, the reason I watched that, I went through everything. I'm still at work. So yeah. I, it's on the work TV. I couldn't put on anything on HBO. Yeah. So this was the safest thing. I was like, all <laughs> yeah. right, I'll watch this. You throw in like a TNT movie. Yeah, it was on yeah. A&E. I was oh, like, it's safe. It's nice. clean. Yeah. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it was either that or Goodfellas. And it, but it was on FXX, and I was like, mm. too risky. Uh, yeah, too risky. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'll I'll do Olympus Has Fallen, and uh, just to get extra hype for tonight. So awesome. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Um, hoping to be out of there pretty soon. Still trying to figure out when I'll be when I grow up. Yeah, kind of kind of thing, you know. But still booking Disney trips in the meantime. <laughs> so it's good yeah. to hear. What about you? Well, I've, we've been uh, doing not texting me back. Listen, yeah, this has been the a, worst week of you texting it, texting it, me of all time. Listen, so we've got a big conference coming up at the church here. I know we'll um, be there. I think. Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, when you work in ministry, it's just stuff comes in and you got to do it, and just 
it's just been it's been one of those weeks had to get a lot of stuff done and did not have the mental capacity to uh reply i know i was like mother <laughs> trucker or or remember that you even text me at all yeah i, uh, I had to do the follow-ups yeah like, i know my gosh but i did uh i did uh get a lot of baby prep done um we did a lot of that today actually caitlin was off work for president's day yeah, i was wondering um if caitlin robbed somebody today what do you mean marketplace was popping oh no yeah we clean it out i was like yeah dang yeah we're cleaning it out so we got to get baby's room uh ready um we're probably uh we're picking paint colors we bought a uh massive rug for in there because you gotta have a gotta have a nice rug to play on the floor um but it's true doing all that um and yeah just just slowly preparing um and yeah just look forward to it (laughs) We are trying to decide. We are definitely, Abby's mentioned it multiple times now, ready for a second. Yeah. But now it's like, we got Disney in May. <laughs> yes. I'm probably going to have Disney in late August, early Career September. Change, possibly. That, that I'm not worried about. Yeah. Everybody's told me since, even before when I was engaged. Yeah. You're never financially ready to have a baby. No, but shift, like a new yeah. job. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That's unsettling. Yeah. At least with any, uh, any of the other jobs I've either looked at or interviewed for already. Yeah. They at least had paid time off. and That's awesome. <laughs> This job, like, uh, eh, you can't have that. Like, this job, I've made really good money doing what I do now. Yeah. But, like, I'll put it into perspective. I missed 13 days because of vacation. Now, I yeah. knew it wasn't paid time off, but I'm on a draw. You're feeling it. So, I'm going to I'm gonna have to pay the company money back. Yeah. Unless I just crank out, like, 10 cars in the next, whatever, because I'm it's off tomorrow. Fun. Yeah. Which they're furious about. What are you off tomorrow for? My day off. Oh. Like you shouldn't. They told me last week I shouldn't take a day off, or this week I'm like, my day off. Yeah, I, I'm at a point financially. I can pay you your money back. Look, yeah. well, it's not fair. To the other guys said I can't help it. The other guys didn't manage the money right. Yeah, I'll pay you your money back. Yeah. It's just, see, I just don't want that culture, man. Like it's just, you know, yeah. it's about it's almost worse than Walgreens. That's come Ooh. to that point where it's a different kind of worse. Yeah, no, I, I it's just like what can you do for me? Yeah, or Walgreens is like what can I do for me? Yeah, not. You know what I mean? Like I was self-serving here. I have like a, well, I'm not going to say just, that. Yeah, we'll just move on. <laughs> I, I'm curious what you thought I was about to say. But anyway, so um, if you don't have anything, we've, tr- we've no. streamlined. We've actually streamlined some things without dude, communicating about it. Dude, I could tell whenever you text me in the middle of the day about our document. Is like actually what's this on morning. it? This middle mor- of the day. Yeah, this morning. Like I was working on stuff, man. Yeah. I got a text. You called me. It was like, hey, can you fix this? I'm like, absolutely Whoa. I will. You did a little happy dance when I added something new to our trailer. Yeah. Thing. So speaking of new, so our trailer roundup. Yeah. We, we typically spend a lot of time and it's not that I dislike it, but no. now that we're, we got Thursdays back, we're going to go back and tra- Ooh, I got something to tell you live on the pod. Okay. Uh, Dawson and Ellie are married. Yeah. Once a month, Dawson's going to come join us on the pod. Uh, Dawson's Corner. Yeah, which once a month. Which he can sit right there in the corner. I told him he... Uh, he doesn't get to talk. He just gets to be up there. Yeah, he just sits there. He just sits here. He's like... Uh, 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 do you remember me and Tanner had a podcast during the Whatever Ministries Day called Next? No. We're podcasting for a thing back then? <laughs> yeah, and we Andy Glover was our uh, moderator because we didn't know how to record anything. He had a little snow bike mic. Oh, my God. And he would, he would never be right in front of it. Me and Tanner stood on it, like, yes. basically, and... Andy's in the background. All of a sudden, you just hear him chime in. They sounded like he was a mile away, but he was literally just right there. <laughs> it's still on Apple Podcasts. If you ever want to get some real cringe I might, content, I might look it up. Just type in next. Oh man, it's and there's it's a tricycle. 
Oh, is our artwork. Well, that means we're going to have to upgrade then. Get get Dawson in here then. Yeah, that's what I know. That's what yeah, I was saying. No, we're we going to have to do it. Yeah. Because also, mostly Disney, mostly marriage. Oh, God. You have to. We're dead serious. You have to look into that mostly Disney trademark. I already did. Oh, really? You can, well, you can use Disney. Yeah. You just, there's not a mostly Disney out there. Hmm. So, and then, we're, and then we got to branch out into the mostly family. Okay. Network a podcast. Yeah. See, we're doing it. All right. The thing. Uh, anyway, so the new wrinkle for the trailer roundup. I, I may have been going somewhere. Oh yeah, just Dawson's going to join us. Yeah, for like once a month or something. If you don't like know that. who Dawson is, that's my brother-in-law. Yeah, uh, just all around good dude. Yeah, he wants us to get together a couple times a month already. Okay. I was like, he's like, I really want to go out with you guys. I was like, it's been you've been married for a week. That's probably not a good sign. <laughs> and he's like, I don't mean it that way. I was like, I don't know. Um, anyway, so list it or nix it. This is how we're going to rate our trailers from here on out. It can be ditch it. I was trying to find something that closely around the list. List. I like Nix it. Nix is fine too. Yeah. Yeah. List it or Nix it. So we're not going to break down every single trailer in terms of like, here's the full synopsis. Here's everybody at stars. Here's what we think about it. Well, when I think about a potential movie, here's the key things I think about that interest me. Um, Cast Mm -hmm. and really the plot. Like yeah. it, we don't have to go the whole plot. And sometimes visuals, like I, I think of stuff like the Beast. Yeah, for tonight. Yeah, visually that movie appeals to yes, me. Yes, but those are those will be just like boom, boom, boom stuff we yeah. get. Yeah. So, uh, so listed or nix it. How we're gonna do this is we are letterbox people. You all know this. Um, I'm going to, as JP noted today. Um, oh, and Abby's gonna help us with social media. What she said, if you'll just tell me the things y'all talked about on the podcast <laughs> and stuff like that, I will do scheduled posts. Oh my so, gosh. Little by little. I've looked I'm finally it took us 88, 88 episodes to get there. Yep. Finally starting to look into doing the stuff with it. Uh, anyway, so for listed and exit, we're going to incorporate our letterboxed. Uh, we're not adding, we're not making a list, a letterbox list for this because that would be way too much to maintain and stuff like that. But if we like the trailer and it's something that we are going to watch, yeah. we will say we're going to list it and we're going to add it to our watch list on letterboxed. If it's a Nixit, we'll just be like, hey, we watched the trailer for whatever it is and it doesn't apply to us. Here's why it doesn't apply to us. Move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Nothing crazy. I feel, I feel it. So that, that, that'll be the kind of the format we go with for the trailer roundup for now. So let's start with the first one. We got American dreamer starring Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Um, you told me beforehand you had watched part of this trailer and yeah. you weren't sure about it. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen that a lot of people have watched this because looking on letterbox right now, it says it was released in uh, 22. Oh, was it really? 2022. So I don't know if this is a COVID thing or what, but uh, but yeah, I, I saw a little bit of this. Um, highlights for me, um, uh, Peter Dinklage is is pretty, you know, solid. Uh, coming off of um, oh, what was the uh, the one you watched? I didn't yes, watch it with Marissa I, Tomei and yes. all them. Um, uh, I don't remember what it was. Oh, uh, anything? No, somebody. I don't know. Whatever. I know what someone you're I about. used to know. The, I the think one about. Uh, ri- the rider, the yes. troubled rider. Yeah, yeah, but um, same kind of energy for this trailer though, mm-hmm. uh, which was really enjoyable. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit more dark. I feel like dark humor. Um, yep, I'm interested, um, but kind of on the fence. Uh, you will probably be my deciding factor. Yeah, I'm listing it. Okay, um, and I wasn't sure about it till towards the end. Uh, so this is a Peter Dinklage led film, and it does feel like black comedy, cringe comedy a little bit. Yeah purposely so i feel like there's going to be a lot of moving parts to here and i think it's going to be there was a film i thought about in the oh the lobster it's not going to be a yorgos film it's not going to have that dark element to it 
but that that type of humor, tone, that type of, yeah. and I think there's going to be a little. When I say twisty, I don't mean like thriller horror twisty, but I think there's going to be some yeah. little twist in this as well. Um, the, but this strikes the right balance of me of drama and humor, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like you get a lot of those that balance it very well. Uh, the only knock I will say about this is less on the film and more on Dinklage for such a great actor with so much promise coming off Game of Thrones and now in the movie like Cyrano, which I'm a huge advocate of, the musical. Mm-hmm. This feels like the third Dinklage movie in a row that's very samesy. Yeah. Um, and I think Dinklage is like an Oscar level kind of actor. Yes. But I don't think the last few films he's put out have been that. This feels more of the same. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the movie, the last one that you watched. I can't yeah. remember what it, what it is now, but... um. You know, I, that, that's my only concern. Nothing to do with the film itself, just for Peter Dinklage. Uh, this also stars Matt Dillon and uh, Danny Glover, some big names as well. But yeah, I listed it. Uh, it's a it's a borderline list. It's not something I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to watch this. But it is something that when I see it on Look Movie yeah. or whatever streamer, exactly, I'll, like, I'll watch this. Yeah, I'm not gonna go theaters to see it, but I no. will. I will watch this. So awesome. Uh, what about the Beast? The Beast, man. I this is captivating. Um, Leah Sadeau is captivating. Like she yep. is one of my favorite actresses right now. If you didn't know, that's the lead. Uh, yes, she is going to. Uh, I mean, do what she always does, and is is stare off into the distance and shock and awe and and fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. She's just she's captivating. Um, but this has like a Cronenberg type of sci-fi horror element to it, without it being. You know, Caitlin likes to call her safety goggles where I got to like kind of like look through my hands type of thing. Like this is just going to be completely gripping. Kind of feels like there's a time element or reality element to this. Um, If you haven't watched the trailer, um, I'm sure you'll hit on this, but it is just a lot of a lot of the draw of this movie is just what you're seeing happening in the in in the trailer. So the director of this film was Alexia's dad in Titan. Wow. So that was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as we go through these, by the way, because we're doing it different. Yeah. If we're listening, do you just want to read the letterbox synopsis? Because I was thinking we just talked about that Peter yeah. Dinklage film and never explained what it was. No. Yeah, we should. Definitely. So, for those who are curious on. Uh, should I hit American Dreamer first? American Dreamer. Uh, you can just go back and yeah, read the synopsis that. on that. So we'll do better now from here on out. So if it's a list, we'll read the synopsis. If it's yeah. a ditch, we'll be like, hey, what do you think about it? Ditch it, ditch it. Okay. Okay. That's kind of how we'll go with it. So the beast is is a list for you though, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it is a list for me too. So let's just go ahead and read the synopsis. I'll do I'll I'll get it. Uh in the near future, emotions have become a threat. Gabrielle decides to purify her DNA in a machine that will immerse her in her past lives and rid her of any strong feelings. But then she meets Louis or Lewis. Not sure which one it would be. And although he seems dangerous, she feels a powerful connection to him as if she has known him forever. I uh, yeah, so to piggyback off what you said, Leah Sado, um, I am slowly forming the opinion that she is, and maybe this, maybe this isn't controversial, or maybe you're in the same camp. I think Leah Sado is better than Mia Goth in a, in the very same space. She doesn't do Mia Goth's a little more mainstream horror thriller. Yes, Leah Sado is art house horror. Yes, and I think she's a better actress. I totally agree. However. That's not a knock to Mia Goth. No. Mia Goth is, to me, arguably better. Like, okay, I'm just going off a little side tangent here. I think if you put Mia Goth in the same room as like 
the Emily Blunt and Margot Robbie's and uh, uh, Florence Pugh's and those. Yeah. She holds her own, if not is probably a better actress as a whole than some of them. Yeah, probably. Okay. I don't, I definitely don't think she's like not in the same stratosphere for yeah. sure. Sure. Uh, and I think Leah Sado is even better than that. I think Leah Sado, as time goes on, is going to be one of the actresses of a generation. Okay. I, I she, she just needs some more mainstream love. Well, and I don't, I, I don't know if she cares to be mainstream. Yeah, I don't think she does. Um, this is a this is a French movie mm-hmm. as well. Leah Sado, I think, it, it, I believe, is French. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if this will get the attention that it probably yeah. will it is you know um i forget the actual it, um jules either way very re- renowned like production company yeah is is backing it so yeah. i think it's going to get a lot of uh um awards love um i think it was a winner at tiff possibly this yeah, past year um, and it so, had two of the other big icons up there on it too. Yeah, so I, I've been seeing some really good reviews. It sits right now at a three point five on Letterbox. Um, I see, that. I have a couple five stars, a one and a half star, a three star, four and a half. Yeah. It's all over the place. Yeah, so I I feel pretty confident about this one. This is most definitely a list. Yeah, so this is this is a sci fi th- romance. Basically, seems to yeah, me. Yeah, I'm here for that. I told you during the trailer. This gives me Mr. Nobody vibes, which I have a forty by twenty poster over in my hallway of that film i love mr nobody uh this to me feels a lot in the same different tone though no tone plot plot, though and visuals sure very similar to me yeah uh and i love those kind of time travel-y sci-fi and mr nobody was a love story yeah it wasn't like a thriller in any way this one actually feels more thriller than mr nobody in a lot of ways but no this this hits that mr nobody itch for me and it gives similar vibes so i'm all in on the beast definitely was the easiest possibly the easiest add of all these films to my uh list the listed list there yes. we go uh that brings us to snack shack uh why don't you read the synopsis because i'm pretty yeah. sure we're both listing this i uh so nebraska city 1991 two best friends get the chance to run the swimming pool snack shack that later comes to the uh, perfect scenario uh, for transgression, fun, personal discovery, and romance. Um, I I I watched this earlier in the week and like took it off our list whenever I you saw that. I yeah, when I saw there, it, yeah. that it was on there because I thought we had already watched this together. And I think after watching it in real time with you before we recorded. Um, I just had come to the conclusion that this is the most Jonathan <laughs> yes. movie that I can I can remember uh, previewing. Um, so, yeah, I now this isn't my top preference, like no, as far as like a movie, right. but I am most definitely interested. It feels like it's centered around a young cast. Yep. Um, and it's just like those. It, it just something about this felt nostalgic. Yeah, it did. I told you it felt like super bad meets hot rod. Yeah, like that. That's how the aesthetic felt for me, and the fact that this is going to a, only a theater release gives yeah. me hope. Yeah, for the future because I feel like even pre-COVID, this kind of film felt feels like a streamer. It film. gets lost. Yeah, and I'm glad that maybe that phrase I just said is going to start dying off. Like this feels like a streamer film. I want that to stop happening, where it's just all films go to theater again. I don't care if they're limited releases. That's fine, but I want the option to go see it in theater. Uh, so I, I, yeah, Snack Shack looks very good. It looks very funny. 
Uh, it's, it hits that nostalgic itch for me. It's a kind of a, just a raunchy old school comedy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm here for that. I'm also the studio who's bringing it to you. T Street, they're famous for only a handful of films. Knives Out, Glass Onion, Knives Out 3, American Fiction, which we discussed last week, and Fair Play. And then uh, the other one, M- MRC, is for Knives Out, Saltburn, Ted. You know, yeah, they M- have a, MRC is like the most yeah. reputable behind those. Yeah, so. sex tape, self reliance, which we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton on there, so it's got some good. I mean, this is gonna be a good one. I I, I think this is gonna be a yeah. This is gonna be a hit. I am excited for Snack Shack. It's definitely listed for me. Can't wait to come back to this one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the next one's a sympathizer. It's not. I mean, I'm sure it is on Letterboxd, but I'm not gonna look it up right now because it's a str- it's, it is a series. It's a mini series on HBO. It's a, uh, it's a Max original. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm not, I think it is HBO. It is. Um, yeah. Well, well, which is Max now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but there is a distinguishing difference between HBO and a Max. Um, but uh, point being, though, we have first. This is a, this felt like the first real trailer that we got to see, um, and I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. Um, like I said, this would be a listed, but we're not going to spend a bunch of time on it because it's, it's a, not. I mean, it's a mini series. It's a so. mini series. Uh, the main reason I'm here for this is Robert Downey Jr. Like, as if most people, insane. we got to see a bunch of his characters in this yes. go around. Uh, the most shocking one is JP. We were talking about beforehand. He looks like Ben Kingsley. Yeah. One of them. It's wild. I wonder if we'll, if we'll see his character from Tropic Thunder show up I, too. I was just thinking about that. Be, we're on a, be we're great. a wavelength. Tonight. But no, uh, I will be, that will definitely be something. I haven't yeah. watched a series in a while. Um, I did get it off subject. I did come to an agreement with Abby. We haven't watched a movie together or a show together in forever because we never agree. Yeah. Um, I will watch two to three episodes of a show a week in a week span with her, yeah. whatever she wants. It could be even reality TV shows. Yeah. I don't care if she'll watch one movie of my choosing. I have, I have the same agreement with Caitlin, but the, but the show is, uh, Grey's Anatomy. The problem mm-hmm. with that is Caitlin lost interest in Grey's Anatomy. And now you're invested. I'm not invested. Oh. I just can't get her to watch anything I want now. Oh, yeah. That's how I feel like it's going to end up being. Cause like yeah. she wants me to watch Love is Blind, The Bachelor and something else. Yeah, Which see, is fine. That's the problem is I get hooked into those either way. I was freaking I was watching The Bachelor coming into your house today. Yeah. So, just yeah, so stuff that's what I have to watch. Now I watch Survivor. I did get hooked yeah. into that one, but I will not get hooked into the other ones. Not for me. But I get the ch- movie of my choosing. Yeah. So I'm very excited for this. Very excited for this. I'm, I'm gonna take it easy on her. But anyway, yeah, Sympathizer, it'll be a must-watch for me. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, but our next film is Sasquatch Sunset. Uh, this is Jesse Eisenberg's new film uh this is a list it for me you uh sasquatch sunset yeah absolutely now i'll read the synopsis then i got a thought in the misty forest of north america a family of sasquatches possibly the last of their enigmatic kind embark on an absurdist epic hilarious and ultimately poignant journey over the course of one year these shaggy and noble giants fight for survival as they find themselves on a collision course with the ever-changing world around them before I saw this trailer, mm-hmm. Riley Keough, that's what I was thinking. Who did I say? Kristen Stewart. I was thinking of yeah. Riley Keough. I, I expected more from this trailer. I le- I'm a tad underwhelmed after watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. It is a must watch for me, but I could see me not liking this movie. I think I'm going to love it. I, I hope I do. Um, and it's a list. I will definitely watch this. And if it comes to plays at Cinemark or Maiden, I'll watch it in theaters. So I, like, I think this will be, this will be a Maiden. Yeah, this will be a Maiden movie. Yeah. I don't see so, this coming in Cinemark. Yeah, I will watch this in Maiden now. Like, yeah. I like, I'm interested enough. However, like, 
when I think of what some of the movies we've already talked about, like uh, The Beast and Act Shack, I think I'll probably enjoy those films more than I will Seth's yeah. set. However, the wrinkle in this that's got me thinking there's more to this than meets the eye is Ari Aster. Yeah, executive uh, producer. an executive producer. Ari Aster didn't just throw his name behind anything, and when he does, it's got some sort of dark twist in it, almost always. I So the directors... Uh, Nathan and David Zellner, they were directors um, most recently the curse, for The Curse. Right? Yeah. Um, which, I mean, you just need to just sit down and watch it. I know. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, knowing that's the most recent, I, I mean, visually, this movie looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like, a, it kind of feels like a, a weird National Geographic type of, <laughs> yeah. of, of uh, you know, setting. But I think this will be. Planet of the Apes isn't right in the sense of like they're coming to to uh like they're they're forming their own um identity as far as like what civilization looks like for them. Yeah. It, it just you kind of get this feel they just kind of walk out their life, but there's obviously we saw like a tree with an X or something like that. Yeah. That it feels like there's gonna be some kind of confrontation or some kind of conflict where uh you know. I don't know. We'll see if if uh, Bigfoot runs off. Yeah, or not. I'm I'm here for it. However, I have my reservations where I don't on some of the others. It doesn't feel like there's gonna be a lot of dialogue, which that's fine. I don't mind that. I it's just not even. It's not 89 minutes. Very short. Brisk, I feel like that's. I feel like that, that is a huge sell. Yeah, I feel oh, like you yeah. get artsy movies like this, and they're 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 like an hour 45 minimum. Yeah. Um. But this runtime has me really hopeful. So yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, next one is also a very, very, very short film, eighty-eight minutes. Yeah, uh, asleep in my palm. Did we watch the trailer for this? Starring Tim Blake Nelson. Oh yeah, we did. Yes, we did. That was very. Free. <laughs> uh, this is. So I'll ask you. You listing or Nixon? I know we haven't had a Nix yet. I'm I... listing. I think this is my first Nix. First Nix. I thought you might Nix. I knew I couldn't tell which way you were going to go. I didn't know what the runtime might this, sway you. I, I can. I'll say it quick, and then you can just kind of explain why. Tell us about the movie. Yeah, it tells the story of a man and the daughter he's raising off the grid on the outskirts of an elite liberal arts college in northeastern Ohio. Yeah. So, just reading that, mm-hmm. that feels like the type of movie I seek out the moment it drops on Letterbox or look. Uh, look movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, well, because this won't in play cons- anymore. Yeah, in yeah. concept alone, this feels like a movie I would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But watching the trailer, man, something about it just felt very lackluster, almost kind of confusing as far as like what's really yeah. the point, like what's really going to be happening. And honestly, Tim Blake Nelson, I I think I think I've loved most everything that he's been in. That's that's the ninety percent of the reason I'm listing this. Film. Yeah, um, I just. I don't know. The, the And then the producers, you haven't seen Old Henry, but yeah. the producers and stuff of Old Henry being a part of this is a huge sell. Old Henry, if you haven't seen it, is one is a phenomenal Western film. Yeah. One of my favorites I've ever seen. It's fantastic. I might and have to go watch Old Henry. It's really good. Go decide. Um, so Asleep in My Palm is about this grid, off the grid kind of, seems like tragedies hit this guy early and often. He was a veteran. Yeah. Veteran, yeah, and he's raising his daughter off the grid like that too, and she comes across college kids who are living their life, and her dad, Tim Blake Nelson, has an accident. Looks like you're led to believe he killed a guy on accident, and now they're on the run yeah. off the grid doubly. Um, 88 minutes is very short. 
It doesn't give me a lot of hope for something like this, though. That's what I was just about to say. On yeah. the flip hand of Sasquatch Sunset, where 89 yeah. minutes feels right, yeah. that feels like a lot for as heavy as this trailer was and as heavy as the content of this film is, or appears to be. Yes. 88 minutes does not feel like enough time to tell that story. Agreed. Uh, I could be wrong. Like I have, and the reason I'm holding out that hope for I'm wrong and I'm listening is because of Tim Blake Nelson and the old Henry writers yeah. and producers. So I sleep in my palm. I will watch it. I will list it, but I am <laughs> cautious. Uh, and the last one I am also cautious about, but I am listing it, which Oof. so I, for me, I list it all. <laughs> yeah. That's a rarity. Cause you go back to some weeks. If we were doing this, I would not have, um, this is called Knox Goes Away. It is a new film directed by Michael Keaton, starring Michael Keaton. Uh, so before we go to Liston Nicks, before I get out, are you Liston or Nixon? I think I'm going to list it just because of some of these reviews that are not good. Yeah, um, oh, very, yeah I see. I see some very of them. interested. Um, the first one being a one and a half star from um, Matt saying, uh, no, oh. saying something tells me Michael Keaton liked Barry, um, which after watching this trailer, um, if if it has similarities to Barry, uh, this, this could be a wild ride. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the reviews are pretty bad. Uh, it's got a 3.2 though, but yes, my exactly. the people that I've seen it for me have all been the highest is three, the yeah. lowest is a half star. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one says. What the F? <laughs> Just that's all it is. <laughs> anyway, a contract killer after being diagnosed with a fast moving form of dementia is presented with the opportunity to redeem himself by saving the life of his estranged adult son. But to do so, he must race against the police closing in on him as well as the ticking clock of his own rapidly deteriorating mind. So this stars Michael Keaton, James Marsden and Ray McKinnon and Al Pacino and Marsha Gay Harden. I knew that knew that person couldn't place her name earlier uh and it's directed by michael keaton and then the biggest shock of them all sabin films is the one distributing it we we got a we got a little glimpse of the of the film and it was like the moment and you knew something was off with him the moment they showed sabin i was like i was like i bet he has alzheimer's and then you find out he has dementia (laughs) like might as well uh yeah this feels like the most sabin concept movie um it, it's just it i mean al pacino which i mean he hasn't done anything crazy Mm-mm. well um, he's got he has that good amazon show hunters i don't think i watched it oh were they hunt yeah. nazis it's pretty good yeah oh yes yes i i did not watch that but i know i i know the show um i think this is a this is a listed solely on cast alone agreed because um, the writer directed national treasure or yeah, wrote, or wrote, wrote yeah. he wrote National Treasure and he wrote Spy Next Door with Jackie Chan <laughs> and oh Tomcats. That's about all I know from him. It's Michael Keaton's directorial debut, maybe? No, uh, no, he did The Merry Gentleman, Gentleman in 2008. Huh, never heard of that one either. Uh, so I. I have full anticipation that this movie is going to be ass. Uh, however, I hope yeah. it's my kind of ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, it definitely has that potential to be bad. No, to be, to be bad, but good. Yeah. At the same time, like, I, 
like we, all like the Statham and Butler movies exact, we're watching right now. Exactly. Um, I think it dives a little bit more dramatic than than others. Yeah. But James Marsden, let's be honest, people can can ham on James Marsden. I mean, dude, when cast in the right spot, can yeah. deliver. Oh yeah, he was great in Westworld. Some um, of my favorite Marsden. Yeah, and so I'm kind of excited about it. I yeah, ta- I'm I, talking myself into it. I will. We're, I will watch it. Up, and- yeah. I, I just it's a list of Saban I, I just rarely ever see a decent Saban film so it I has just, it has that Saban like visually like whenever you're looking at like the color grade and, and all that stuff that goes into like to Ben Affleck's the movie. hypnotic it, that was honestly the first thing I That's thought of same when it like it up. the hype and the level of excitement I had after watching hypnotic after watching hypnotic was like I, I think I rated it was one of my worst rated movies. Yeah, like, the year you were like a, one and a half like or two stars. Half. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that very well could be this movie. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see. So I listed all, which is a rarity. I think if we yeah. did it, how do you do all but one? All but a uh, sleep, sleep in, in my, my palm. palm. Yeah. And I think a sleep in my palm probably is actually going to be a better film than Tox Goes Away. <laughs> it's it's possible. Yeah. But all right. Well, I didn't watch anything. <laughs> you don't so what say. we've been watching? I've been playing Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. And hanging out with my kid and my wife. Yeah. So lay on me what you've been watching. I all I did all I did uh, was rewatch uh, Anatomy of the Fall. Anatomy of a Fall. Um, I got Caitlin and uh, Sam to watch it with me. What they think? Um, Caitlin had a hard time staying awake. Uh, it was pretty late whenever we watched That's it. That's my fear with Abby because. When I told you we were gonna, we had that agreement now. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get her to watch all the Oscar films. That's what I'm up. trying, man. I just unsure. Did I tell you we tried to watch Maestro and we no. got 30 minutes into it and she was like, you got to turn this off. I can't. I think that's how Abby will be with Maestro too, yeah. which is funny because I think Abby will love the idea of Maestro. Yeah. And then once Maestro gets going, she'll be like, no. I, I would say the hardest part about Maestro is the beginning. Like until. Yeah, I un- agree with that. Un- honestly until it gets into his affairs and, and everything like and that well, was I, that was honestly like right when we stopped she was just yeah it takes about an hour for me i remember watching it up here because i was mm-hmm. wrapping presents that took me about an hour ish to be like man am i just yeah. wrapping presents and i'm distracted or am i kind of bored and then yeah. it hit me uh and, and so so yeah we watched anatomy of fall um i didn't i didn't tell him it was uh in french uh so you dumped and, a foreign language on him too yes um yeah. sam was fine with it i i think he enjoyed it overall um, it it kind of had the same effect that it did whenever I first watched it to where I I was kind of expecting more of a shock or an all like some you get what, the shock and all in the court some room. like some like what really happened type of scene yeah which you do you get that um it's whenever you know Samuel's or not uh, Samuel's the the dad I think um Daniel. Uh yeah, Daniel is explaining uh that car ride. Yeah. And every time, dude, that that scene is just yeah gut wrenching. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think I think Anatomy of Fall is just it's it's my it's this year's tar for me. I think Tar was one of the most rewatched movies that I had from last year's releases. Which is and wild. I still only saw I've, it. Once I've rewatched or twice. this at least three times now. Anatomy Whoa. of Fall, yeah. I, well, yeah. When I saw this on here, like, didn't we just talk about a rewatch yep. of this? Yeah, and I, I, I got Caitlin to to watch it. So, what I did she? Did she like it? She, I think, 
she she kind of said i think when we were an hour into it and was like this better not be one of those movies where the ending's super ambiguous and it's left like up to your interpretation and it was like the moment she laid down in the office she was like you mother like she was yeah. so mad but she i mean it, she it, it wraps it was up good. a little better than some it, of the it others like I, I had no problem knowing no the fact the fact that so like after the trial she was like so she was she was like she was like half half away she was like so what's acquitted it's like there she was acquitted that's good right and i was like yeah acquitted if, yeah. if you're if you're in trial for murder acquitted's pretty good yeah yeah um, you you were acquitted of that crime yes and i don't so, know why i said that because that's literally what you just said in my head that made more sense no it yeah <laughs> uh so she was i think she felt she she felt good about it um didn't hate it which is good that's good because th- those courtroom scenes i'm excited to rewatch. yeah um but no other than that i i just I've been super busy. And, and you watched, you watched four other films, the Statham and Butler films. I did, anyway. yeah, yeah. So, which for Thursday we watched uh, Revolver and Crank. Yes, Crank, I'm sorry. I could not think of it either. I was drawing a blank. <laughs> drawing a blank on Crank. And then we watched... Uh, uh, Cop Shop and... Rock and Rolla. Rock and Rolla. So. Um, but yeah, the, the, those movies kind of took up more space, which I kind of knew and expected it to. Um, but I did watch uh, the season finale of uh, season four of True Detective. Yep, and uh, scariest freaking finale I'd ever seen. Unwillingly, like the McConaughey show up. No, no. I mean it's good. Um, I think overall, first three episodes were awesome. I was super invested. Um, it felt like this was meant to be eight episodes, and they only did six. Um. I, I totally see too because uh Issa Lopez, you know, like like a protege of uh Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Like I see that vision and that skill set in this, and I think it's it was executed well. Um, I appreciate it. It just didn't it, it felt like um and it's on record, like Issa Lopez has had this series pitched, written like to HBO of called the night country and it's Mm -hmm. basically the whole concept of the show of like there's this murder in this alaskan town where you know it's 15 or 20 days of night and so like what happens like insomnia with robin williams and a lot a lot like that yes and um yeah it gets and it's more spiritual than other true detectives yeah where true detective has spiritual elements but it's more unlike a um supernatural kind of way this yeah. is very like yeah that's my jam yeah um you probably would have liked this um but i think with the context of the whole series and you know it's not fair but expectations that you kind of get for a show that you really enjoy and want to succeed it's just you know it was kind of disappointing um yeah because you were pretty high on this the first few episodes. i was yeah i was but i think caitlin i watched it with caitlin and sam they they really enjoyed it um i I had uh i had this thought earlier and i cannot remember exactly how i'd put it but there there are people that want when it comes to like a true crime show there are people that want like it cut dry point a to point b like what happened and then there's the other part which i think like the true detective franchise does well where yeah we're focused on this case but like how like i want to get into the nitty-gritty and 
the the how to and why of how these people that are solving these cases operate and how they go about their lives and how this job affects their lives or not even not even that like how do they disconnect and i don't know the, that dynamic is just as important to me and i feel like this this season kind of fumbled that because you got jody uh not jody comer jody, jody, jody foster, jody foster yeah. um who acted her butt off which you wouldn't you would expect nothing less yeah but because you don't get a lot of context for the characters and the dynamics that they they have with one another it just kind of fell flat so overall you should watch it if you like true detective so, that is a series i've seen the first three okay i would want to start over and watch with abby because she's only seen half of the first yeah i got too dark for but that was a long time ago now i it think it doesn't she, get any brighter yeah season. she just doesn't like, well like the vince vaughn season and the one after that like they're not to me they don't go no as dark i'm as saying like the first season she oh, got halfway yeah. through it. It doesn't get any brighter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll see. I, but I would like to watch those eventually one day. Yeah. People were down on the last season, but I, I really enjoyed it. You had uh, Marshall Ali. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was... And you had um, freaking... Uh, I didn't watch it. I remember Marshall Ali. He's the cover of it, but I can't remember who the other one is. Divinity. Stephen Dorff. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's awesome. Divinity's Absolutely amazing. Great. Like, you spend the whole show thinking he's a racist. But, you know, he's not. Divinity's he a great time. Like I should all watch Divinity. Uh, so, that's all you watched. Yep, that is. I didn't watch anything. So, that brings us to the news. Wow. So, we got a lot. Uh, yeah. It looks like a lot, but there's really not that many news stories if you look at the bullet points. If you don't yeah. read the content, it's like, oh, there's only a handful of news stories. Yeah. Uh, so, let's start with the first one. Have you, before I read it, have you seen the Madam Web stuff? Which stuff? Because there's a lot of stuff. Oh, well, I saw all the stuff. <laughs> Caitlin asked me Valentine's Day. She's like, "Hey, because we didn't have anything planned." It's like, "Do you want to go?" Like, because we ended, we didn't have any plans. We ended up last minute going to get Mexican or something. Yeah. It's like, "Do you want to go see a movie?" I was like, "What's out?" It's like, "Well, I thought about seeing Madam Web." I was like, "Absolutely no, not. not." Yeah, no, don't do, not do that. Don't. The fact that Morbius has like a thirty percent higher audience score, it's it's wild it's it's sexum it's sexist is what it is no what it is is sony just doesn't <laughs> want to lose the rights to spider-man so they keep and they have they have that obligation yep. to put out crank out something so many so many different things regarding yeah regarding ip so they just threw money at sydney sweeney and dakota johnson or like just don't question it just do it yeah i was listening to the big picture and they they were talking about you know the <laughs> the disaster that was this and the casting and you know, Sydney Sweeney, like the one of the things they bring up a lot is like you have actors and scenes that feels like they're not even in the same room with one another. Yeah. So there's like this this disconnection um with the overall production of the show or movie. And uh yeah, Sydney Sweeney, you know, it's a Sony movie. She just had um Anyone but you Anyone but you then Which she, is the highest grossing Shakespeare movie ever made. Shakespeare? Yeah, I took a screenshot of it because I meant to add it to the news. I mean, it is it is absolutely killing box office. That's disgusting film proper. I looked three times to make sure it wasn't debussing film, the huh. spoof. The whole comment section was like, Shakespeare, what? <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't pitch that whenever the trailers uh, were going around. Uh, I know, like what? Uh, but yeah, I think this was just like, uh, hey, we got you 
we got you on uh on site why don't you want to you want to hop over and be spider woman yeah do some cosplay basically yeah, yeah basically yeah i um, heard the dialogue is like laughably like bad but, but here's the thing too i saw something it might have been ign that posted it of like madam web has the potential like 10 15 years from now to be a like a cult classic and i think what it comes <laughs> down to what it comes to or not a cult classic like like a sleepover like i get that but i feel like i'm tired of hearing that i feel like every bad movie people said about morbius yeah every bad movie i see now there's someone justifying there, like, hey, this is this is gonna be no, no. That there's somebody out there that's trying to push like the just like to justify making a bad movie. Yeah. So that so that we could change our mind, like so that we think we're dumb. It's insulting to yeah. think that you change your mind of something that is obviously not thought out, not cared about, and you just expect us to throw money at. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. So. Now that I just want to make sure you knew that. So yeah. a major theatrical chain, the unnamed insider says that they could see the Madam Web advance purchase sales declining in real time as buyers were refunding their tickets on opening night. Woof. That's about as a damning as, uh, you know, a weekend as you can have. Yeah. Like literally refunding on opening night. So Madam Web, if you've already seen it, congratulations for suffering yeah. through. If you haven't, I wouldn't go rush to see it. So great. Are you going to see it ever? Uh, I, unless no, I don't think I, I don't think I will no. either. I told myself I'd watch Morbius and I haven't even watched that yet. So <laughs> Morbius isn't that bad. I, I will tell you something. It's not got me excited about Craven. Craven looks good though. No, it doesn't. No, Compared it doesn't. Compared to Madam Web trailers. No. Yes, it does. I don't think it does. I have more hope for Craven. I am dwindling. And I hope that that backs backfires. Me too. You know, because I'm 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 still I'm still optimistic for that one. Uh, all right, let's talk a little controversy. Okay. Emma Stone won the BAFTA. What's controversial about that? Oh, uh, have you not seen the internet takes? Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh boy, I'm gonna read I one. Mean, Got like Gladstone people. Uh, no, not just Gladstone. I mean, it is Gladstone related? There's this is a tweet that had like three hundred thousand likes. Okay. Ton of. <laughs> Uh, retweets and stuff like that. Yeah. Merit aside, I'm fine. This is a consensus. Like this is a, like this is just one I pulled. Yeah. This is all over. I'm fine if Emma Stone gets her second Oscar at her age, but does she need it? No. She's white. She's still young and can get more quality film opportunities ahead. For Lily Gladstone, an Oscar would help her get more power and control of her career. It's just truth. That, that take who whose take was that? That I'm was sorry? just that was just someone who had like a it wasn't like anybody famous, just like upset. a reporter. I don't know. Um, actually, I think they were a reporter for a blog. See, but that that is just one of a billion takes I saw in an echo chamber about that. Which yeah. X Twitter, it is an echo chamber. Yes, that, but that is I the barely key. saw anybody. To me, out of the Oscars, after seeing poor things. Emma Stone should get it to me. If you want to talk about it, just Lily Gladstone is phenomenal. Absolutely. I still halfway think she should have been supporting actress as opposed to lead actress. Yes. I think it's almost unfair to Lily Gladstone to even be in the same category as Emma Stone. Yeah, I I would probably agree with you on that. And I'm not, that is not me taking away from Lily Gladstone. She was phenomenal and she does have a bright future. 
My I mean, vote she's will go been to out there for a while. That's the thing is revitalize her career. Like, yeah, it, but I think this already has. Yeah. She's won a bunch. And I, I, and I don't care if she wins this. I don't I don't get super worked up. I would be more upset if like Murphy lost all of a sudden last second or something, you know, but yeah, I think Emma Stone should win it. I think she will win it. Yeah. Personally, I, I think the Oscars are just going to reward the best actress in this case. And like I said, that is not a slight. If anything, blame Scorsese because Lily Gladstone has. Because if she was going supporting actress, she would be going up against Randolph for the holdovers. Correct. Or is she lead actress? No, she can't be lead actress because Emma Stone won. Yeah, no, she was supporting. Support, supporting actress. That would have been tough. It would be tough, but once again, it's not Lily Gladstone's fault. But then, Her body of work I, is I know, not but, as large. But then you run into the, the I'd say, quote-unquote controversy of going into that narrative that you quoted. Like, With, oh, then you have two minorities basically fighting off for supporting actor. Yeah, let's get rid of supporting. They should go, all of them be for the main category. I, I'm not... I guess that. Like, if you I put Rudolph am. In that, quit moving the goalpost. That stuff <laughs> makes me so mad. Like, why was I? I get it. I yeah, get yeah. it. I get their argument to a degree. But at what point? What? Where, where do you draw the line? At one point, is this not just a participation trophy kind of thing? I, you go, you're gonna that world where it'll eventually go. I I hear you. Um, and to save too much, uh, re- repeating. I think I agree. I agree with you. Emma Stone should be the winner. Yeah. Um, Gladstone is somebody who has been around in this industry for a while. Um, and her not winning a globe is, or a, no, she the did best. win a globe. Yeah. Her not winning an Oscar is not going to hurt her future oh. prospects. She, I, th- I feel like I saw a headline where she was casted, she was rumored to be casted for some other uh, lead role for some other director. Like, Man, she's like, being circled for an A24 film. Yes. She's being yeah. circled for, uh, either Spielberg or some one of the other big yes like, this Scorsese not Scorsese I don't mean Scorsese put her on her mat her performance in this such a high profile film yeah. has elevated her to where because she needs to be here's the thing these awards are are like we talk about them we highlight them they're Ask great Leo. well yeah they're, they're one one exactly they're great <laughs> but they mean absolutely nothing when it comes to a director or a casting person looking at who they want to cast for their role. Right. I mean, they look, they look at who you work with, the reputation that you have with those directors in and the your past, body of work and your, that network yeah. of people. Then they, you know, like, like any other job that you work, you know, you have recommendations, you have references and all this stuff. And like, there's no brighter reference than someone like Martin Scorsese. No. And, and Leo. And, and Leo. Yeah. People. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Robert yeah. De Niro. I mean, like you got, I, so here's, here's my take. If, Gladstone were not to win, though, mm-hmm. I'd be kind of frustrated because of how self-effacing Leo had been for her campaign. Yeah, he like he's not nominated. I I think because he he was pushing her so much. Yeah, which I think was you know the right thing to do. You did this also movie to Leo, highlight. Leo knew he wasn't going to win this year either. So yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> it's probably Which true. is such a bummer for Leo, man. He's like he's you still always... you still get that nominated yeah. reference, you know, whenever yeah. your trailer pops up and all that. But I yeah, yeah I agree. He was there was no chance. No. Uh, but anyway, that whole narrative is already bugging me. Uh, but I'm happy for Emma Stone too, and yeah. I do feel like she should win. But the narrative once again bugs me. Mm. Uh, 
Have you seen Pedro Pascal's quote psycho way of learning lines? Uh you you see you text me this. No, I, I feel like I didn't. Uh I mean I just put it in the notes. Someone may have. It's like a freaking oh, no, you did put it in the notes. Zodiac killer. It is pretty rough. Uh and he was explaining it to like Kieran Culkin and a bunch of other people on this like Zoom meeting thing. <laughs> they were all looking at him like he was a psychopath. Yeah. Uh, he, he gives a weird energy. Yeah. He uses the first letter of each word and puts them in these sort of columns. And then it's this tedious way of making yourself learn the line. And like he was trying to explain this in depth and it literally looks like some sort of decipher code. And that's yeah. how he learns his lines. Uh, actors are very strange people. Oh, yeah. So none stranger than our man Nicolas Cage. He's a king. Uh, he Strange is king. in talks to return to some even say has returned. Some yeah. say in talks to a live action Spider-Man Spider-Man Noir series. I didn't realize this was live action. I didn't either. And I didn't know it's actually uh Sony and MCU Disney. So that okay. gives me a little more hope that it'll be a little more yeah. you're not gonna have like a Madam Web situation <laughs> on your hands. <laughs> We can talk about this in like more in depth here in a second. I feel like though Marvel is going to just kind of break away from the continuous like connective story, and mm-hmm. they're gonna they're going to they have the ability now to just say we're gonna do this story here, this story here, this story. That's at how this it time. started out, and then That's they how it started out eventually meshed, and but, then could break apart again. But now that we've been introduced to the TVA, it's like we have this kind of wormhole to connect the connective tissue to, to all this stuff now. Yeah. Which looking at like it, like five, six years ago, hearing this story would have scared the crap out of me. Cause I'm like, Oh, what does this do to everything else? This makes me happy because I feel like it's, it's feasible. It's possible. The TVA to me is like white out. Yeah. Like you can erase something. Oh like yeah. It they, was never there. Yeah. But you can also go back and scrape it back off if you don't like, if you have bad enough backlash. Yeah. You can undo. The TVA can erase and re-reveal. Um, or whoever it is, whether it be Kang, Doctor Doom, whoever it ends up being. You, you, you never an- watched Loki season two. Mm, I you gotta yet. watch it. Yeah, I will before. I gotta watch the Marvels because I will still keep up. I don't want to get so far behind in Marvel that I'm so far behind I in don't Marvel. think I'll watch the Marvels. I will because I know there's a big tease at the end I want to see. And I want to see the context. Yeah. So, I mean, I know who it is, but I want to yeah, see it. Same. Anyway. Um, plus, I, maybe I'll be surprised. You and I were like the only two people on the planet that liked Ant-Man. So, yeah. I mean, maybe it'll be good times. But anyway, yeah, I'm very excited. Nicolas Cage jo- potentially joining the Sony slash MCU verse gets me, gets me happy. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Nicolas Cage in a live action Spider-Man? I, I mean, it's everything... Uh, a grown man couldn't ask for. I feel it's like, like. kick-ass. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's going to be great. That's yes. just more Batman, but whatever. I, I forget he's in that one. Uh, so Hasbro is shopping the films for uh, Clue to multiple studio, shopping the film rights. I don't know where that fits with Knives Out and Glass Onion that feels like Clue well, already. Yes, I feel like there was, there might have been interest from um from Rain, um, Rain Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rain Wilson would Rain, be the other Rain. Yeah, no. Dwight Schrute. Um, I feel like there was interest from him to do a movie like based around Clue, and couldn't get the approval or something like that. So he's just like, oh, I'll just go to Netflix and do this, and call it call it whatever. Um, so I feel like, I feel like 
Hasbro sees an opportunity missed and is trying to capitalize on it. Especially with Mattel's success of Barbie. and it, Yeah. And so I think maybe with very little insight to this whole story, just reading it on these notes, um, it just kind of feels like a little too late, honestly. The perfect person to buy this. Okay. Monkey Paul. A Jordan Pill clue. Oh, dude. I think he'd be the perfect fit to adapt this. Yeah. Because he, I think he could do something different with it. Make it yeah. a little edgy. A little horror, a little sci-fi with some with some deadpan humor. Yeah. Jordan Pill, I'd be all over a clue with Jordan Pill. I or somebody like Jordan Pill. I think I casually really enjoy these types of movies. <laughs> casually, you're all this is that's like your nutshell. Well, I've been I know. I've been thinking about it though. And I don't like you get so much of the same thing. You get the same like Agatha Christie, just like get everybody in a room. This is how it happened. And I know that is the whole concept of the game, but knowing that kind of takes away from it. You know, knowing that this is kind of be like, you can expect this at the end, right. just kind of takes away from the, some of the shine of it all. Yeah. So No, I agree. I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, also Butler and talks to star in Ari Aster's next film, Eddington. He is also eyed to star in Darren Aronofsky's next film. I mean, as an actor, the only person missing from that lineup is Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I feel like that's like the trifecta of that kind of director. Uh, he's in. Who's directing Frankenstein? Oh yeah, he is in that. Yeah. Oh well, he's that's done del Toro. It. He's done the trinity of yeah, like off kilter directors. Yeah. Now. Uh, and he's in Villanueva right now. He's in uh, Jeff Nichols, the bike riders. Uh, I mean, he was just in Baz's Elvis. Yeah. He's really hit the. <laughs> it, it was it was expected after Elvis. Yeah, um, he's so. really hit the directorial jackpot. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just excited to know that we're getting another Ari Aster film and Aronofsky film in the near future. He's going to be a Michael Mann too. So right, he is. You're right. Uh, so good for Austin Butler, a yeah, and B celebrated as a film head for more Aronofsky and Ari Aster directorial. Films. How excited are you about his performance in Dune Two? just meet medium i i'm just excited the, for the film do you have the full context of the character though no. in, in the original no so you've never seen david lynch's no you you gotta watch i don't think i want it. to i don't think i want to go in as blind as possible okay you don't want to see staying no i think i i've already decided to myself yeah. that i'm gonna watch it once all three of villanoivas are done okay and then i'm gonna watch lynch's right. So, uh, next one, Paramount and Comcast have held early talks about potentially combining Paramount Plus and Peacock into one service. I'm all for that. Oh, absolutely. Because they're basically the same thing. They feel like the same thing anyway. And yeah. to have Peacock and Paramount's animated collections. I have them both. I do um, too. I have Peacock for free. I just realized I had Peacock for free Paramount recently. For free. So I've been watching a crap ton of The Office. Mm -hmm. I feel like I haven't watched it in years outside of like late at night like yeah. comedy central like the office plays is all, it is 24 7 anytime show um peacock has like this exclusive uh version of it where it's basically like 10 minutes of added footage and it's oh, just like yeah, outtakes yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. um so i've been been watching through that and it's just absolutely hilarious um but this feels like a uh a flag a signal flare type of, of moment of like we are simply 
slowly working our way back towards cable. Um, I had Which to come is fine. Yeah, if but they all like Hulu and Disney Plus are doing it. You, uh, you just hope pricing doesn't get absolutely outrageous because mm-hmm. I feel like the uh, recently you had Disney. Uh, Fox, like all these sports conglomerates, like uh, sports networks wise, basically come together and say that they're going to have their own streaming network, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think that is probably for the best. Um, but um, I had a conversation with Caitlin recently. We we're talking about like our budget and like how much we spend on all this stuff, oh, especially with a kid coming in. Um and this past year we got we we got YouTube TV and I personally I love I it. love YouTube TV love it especially during but, sports season but Caitlin Caitlin was like do we really need this and the moment this that news came out about the like sports network and then something like this I was like we're absolutely keeping this mm-hmm. we're absolutely keeping it because that's it, it, it all doing it all it's going to do is turn you know all the stuff into just I cable don't want to spend more than one hundred twenty dollars a year on everything right yeah Netflix Apple Prime well. Prime's hard to count in there because you're going to have Amazon Prime anyway and it comes with Prime. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a month, right? You can pay it a year in advance with your okay. Prime membership. That's what we do. Yeah. So that one's kind of hard to count for us because that's bundling it with Amazon Prime. Yeah. Like your delivery Prime. So let's just take that one out of it because that's a tad different. Yeah. But Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Max, Apple, Peacock, Paramount, <laughs> YouTube TV, Am I missing any? Is that the big ones? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, because Showtime and stuff like that, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, that, I think that's through. I think that's through Paramount or Peacock now. Well, then as an add-on, yeah. But Showtime still has their own ex- app and stuff like that it, too. Yeah, it'll be gone before you know it. Yeah, all of those get me to about there. So if we start adding any more, it's just going to be chaos. But yeah, anyway, I'm fine with them combining. Like he says, I hope it's not a big price hike, but I think that's a. If you were going to merge any two, those seem to make the most sense. Yeah. So yeah. We maybe had a small technical difficulty, so <laughs> yeah. if you're listening to this now, you're like, whoa, what? What? Uh, we'll blame it on Luna. She may have unplugged a cord. Even stuff, she, she's been sleeping here like a baby. Stuff happens, man. Stuff happens. happens. We were so excited talking about... We got two points in. We were almost done with the pod. Yeah, we were crushing it. Uh, anyway, our next news story is about Batman. Uh, Alan Richson said he would yeah. love to pay, play Batman. Uh, the fact that, pe- quote, the fact that people are interested in me playing Batman is a real honor and privilege. Uh, so this is my boy, Thad Castle from Blue Mountain State. It's just so weird to think about him playing Batman in general, coming yeah. back from Thad. Uh, but now everybody knows him as Reacher. Uh, but my earliest memories are him actually as Aquaman from Smallville, which is just... Uh, I have such a love from my heart. I have all the box seasons here. Yeah. It's great. I rewatched it. I don't know. Six, seven years ago. I think Abby would actually be a good candidate to watch that show. It scratches That's that wild. Like, Gilmore girl itch. It's kind of teeny bopper. Probably like it. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on Alan Richardson playing Batman? Cause I know Jensen Ackles has circled it a couple times too. Uh, and like, like, yeah, yeah I, I think of the two knowing that this is James Gunn, James Gunn's led like, yeah. Uh, because Matt now. Reeves is separate yeah. with uh, Pattinson. Um, Ackles feels more the like the, uh, the right choice. So I, I would probably be more excited for that than Alan Rickson, but I think would do great. I do he, too. And they both are very similar because Ackles has the comedic chops plus the serious and Richson also has comedic chops and he, serious. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. They're both very similar, kind of would be similar Batmans, I think, in a lot of ways. I, I just, Soldier Boy, 
just always oh, no. comes to mind. Perfect. Now. I can't. Oh. I can't wait. I can't wait for more of the boys. Which, uh, which I feel like Richens now needs to be in the boys now. Oh, I think he'd be great. He would be absolutely. But the amazing. problem is, Reacher has kind of become like a wholesome family kind of affair. But it's it's all Amazon though. I know. It would I know. be perfect. I think he'd be a perfect slide over. I just think people would be like, oh my gosh, he did what? Nah. But I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, speaking of, oh my gosh, they did what? Uh, ben Affleck yeah. is directing a new film. <laughs> and the stars are Jennifer Gardner and Matt Damon. Why is that odd, you might ask? They divorced a long time ago, and it was a pretty nasty breakup. <laughs> and the way I remember, they haven't done anything since with each other. Yeah. Uh, it, and now Affleck is directing her in like a romantic thriller kind of film with Matt Damon being her husband which Matt Damon is Ben Affleck's lifetime best friend yes all of this is very strange uh what are your thoughts on animals uh the new movie that Affleck is directing his ex-wife in? it feels not true I mean I'll be honest this feels like fabricated fake I don't know why but um it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like real life to yeah, me yeah very strange <laughs> it's weird very strange you might as well just call it C-U-C-K cuck the movie because he's like i think you mentioned it earlier when we were talking that it feels like he's just working through some stuff yeah. no directors like to externally process their their trauma and experiences in life their movies and who else to do it with than uh your ex-wife and your best friend yeah um i bet like <laughs> you mentioned this too i bet j-lo just loves this no, in the background yeah, yeah she's so. loving it yep yeah. uh so best for last well arguably the best for last we got the news the official confirmation news the fantastic four have been cast. Yeah. Uh, no big surprises, really. Uh, Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, uh, Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Quinn uh, as Human Torch, known for, as Eddie from Stranger Things. And then... Uh, Eben Mossback. What's his name? Eben Mossback. Eben Mossback as The Thing. Uh, the Galactus is rumored to be, or is confirmed to be the villain with the Silver Surfer as his herald. No clue who the Silver Surfer will be, but Javier Bourdain is in final negotiations to take over Galactus. What a cast. I am all in on this cast. It reminds me of the Marvel of early years that we've kind of gotten away from. Uh, taking a swing on some of these big actors who I think I think Javier Bourdain, Pedro Pascal, it's just a great one-two punch. Yeah. Uh, and then we're also rumored to get a Doctor Doom appearance uh, in the Deadpool Wolverine movie. Uh, which Cillian Murphy and Mads Mikkelsen are two of the people that are heavily rumored to be attached mm -hmm. to said role. All of that encompassed. Where are you with all of this? Um, really excited. I like about Marvel again, or just no about this, this about this project. Okay. Um, most excitement lies with Evan Mossback Rack. Mm -hmm. Um, which you're a big the Bear fan. Love the Bear. Um. Eben as an actor is really just I think sincere comes across in all his roles I yeah. feel like and uh, I, I'm looking forward to his portrayal of the thing yeah uh, least excited and not even it's not just like a lack of excitement I'm just I don't know I'm kind of down on Pascal really yeah I think he's gonna be and I've seen this isn't me saying this take I've seen it and I agree with it I think he's gonna be what Robert Downey Jr. was for the kickstart of Marvel I think he's gonna be the which you made just, a comment about this off pod too the TVA is a huge factor into yeah, this yeah because they can kind of rewrite things that don't work if needed because then I told you it was kind of like white out 
it's there, but it can be gone. They can kind of play and tweak what they want right now, especially mm-hmm. while they kind of get the regrounding yeah. of the MCU. Because I think they know, and I think some of the direction they're going in, like letting Deadpool be Deadpool and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Kevin Feige and even Disney knows they're going to have to get this back on track because that's their moneymaker. Yep. And I think that what you're seeing now is kind of going back to what worked originally. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, it's not that I don't feel like, um, Pedro would do bad in this role. Um, it, it just, I don't know. I feel like I see him, he's in so much other media that I intake. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it, it feels oversaturated yeah. and it, it just, I, I don't know who the other actors were really, like I never, I never thought Krasinski was gonna get this role. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember anybody else that was really floated out there for it. Um, I don't either. But I think overall, you know, as as long as the four of them have great chemistry, which I I think they will. Vanessa Kirby, yeah, so underrated. Um, and I think could really um, be a surprise uh, for that for that four. I think Joseph Quinn, you know, I think Human Torch is overall. You know, well, it's Eddie. Yeah, Human Torch is a cocky, funny, but there's no guarantee that he's going to bring that. Well, I'm saying, but we've seen that role already, so it's not a hard stretch to imagine he couldn't do it. Yes, which I would say, getting like him getting back into that role, I I thought Chris Evans was was perfect. Oh yeah, he was great. Um, and so kind of having that same kind of ego, I think would be great. I think so too. And then cousin, the uh, yeah, he's going to be amazing for the thing as well. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm about to, I'm excited about the future of Marvel for the first time in a, in a, in a good while. Yeah. So, um, so that, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, we'll be back with you on Thursday as we break down, uh, our kind of our Oscar breakdown gap until we get a little bit closer, just a couple few weeks away now. Yeah. Uh, when are the Oscars? Uh, sometime in March, beginning of March, either the, I think it's probably the second week of March. 14th for some reason sounds familiar uh march 10th oh anniversary night. so we have one two more weeks of gerard butler and jason statham film so that's let's see one two three four yeah so eight more films we'll we'll break down fun yeah uh anyway trying to figure out who's the most ultimate b movie star action star between the two of them pretty close uh, race right now yeah it is uh which you'll have to find out where i rated them all on thursday same with jp uh so if you'd like to be listened to light us like us rate us comment on us which i will make easier for everybody gotta have a social Coming presence soon, to- which I, <laughs> I said on the top of the show we I both think. suck yeah yeah we do today was the first day we came together we're like hey look we got some ideas we're going to incorporate into the flow of the show so we'll continue to perfect that so anyway we'll be back with you uh on thursday with a new episode about uh gerard butler and jason statham yeah so uh this has been another set of mostly film your one stop chaotic shop for all things the world of cinema i'm one of your hosts jonathan recorder joined by my beautiful co-host jp payton see you guys see y'all